This is weather and climate chat with your hosts, Campus Weather Gurus Monsoon Mike Regs and Department of Geography Professor Dr. Michael Davis. Discussing past, present, and future weather, along with climate topics of the day. And welcome to Weather and Climate Chat. I am your host, uh, Monsoon Mike. Along the uh, uh, side of me is Dr. Michael Davis. Dr. Davis, welcome back to the radio show. It's good to be back after a long break again. <laughs> Not as long as the last time. I think the last time we recorded was probably back toward the end of last semester. And prior to that, we hadn't talked since summer. This time, we're only maybe about a month and a half or so since we've last talked. So that's not as bad. <laughs> I, I think it was right before Thanksgiving. Okay. Talking. All right. Well, then, then it has been a couple of months, but still not as bad as yeah. last time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to continue to improve that. But honestly, um, our absence over the past couple of months really, you know, didn't leave our listeners longing for, you know, information too much because there really hasn't been a whole lot to talk about this, uh, this winter, mm, this mm. non-winter, I guess you could say. There's uh, been a winter. <laughs> a strange one, so to speak. I mean, we had uh, that, that uh, very cold Christmas. It just had it just mm. Santa Claus timed it perfectly that it was extremely cold on Christmas. Uh, all of the weather sites around here, Philadelphia, Allentown, Reading recorded one of their top 10 coldest Christmases. Um, followed by a January that almost every day, if not every day, was at or above normal temperature-wise, even going into the 50s and 60s some days. Um, now we're having another little spell coming up in the next few days that's kind of going to rival Christmas a little bit. But then if looking at the long range, Dr. Davis, we're right back up to the 50s again. So um, what's going on with this winter? Why can't we keep that, uh, that cold air locked in for more than a couple of days? So the thing that's really happening right now is sort of like several thousands of miles away from us. And it's a stronger than average uh, Lucian low that's sitting off the uh, Western Alaskan coast. And it's pretty much pushed more in the way of milder Pacific air into the uh, North American continent. And as such, you're getting path of more of the the cold air that we're trying to come down from the north is somewhat blocked by this influx of warmer, more, well, milder air, I guess I'll call right. it, into the uh, United States. And then most of these tracks that have been from these storms have been going more, um, well, west or the west coast yeah. and going up rather than having sort of like east coast storms that typically we get with like nor'easters or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That stronger low pressure is from a change in temperature from say the temperature differential from the ocean to the pole. The result of that was a, one of the warmest Januaries on record. I mean, depending on what city you subscribe to Harrisburg, Philadelphia, Allentown, ready, you're going to get slightly different results. Um, you know, Harrisburg, I think is maybe the third warmest Allentown second. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but, Definitely every, all the weather stations, you know, within 50 miles of our area, 50 to 100 miles have one of the top 10 warmest Januaries on record. Um, Almost in in one or two stations, namely Philadelphia, it almost was the first ever winter that was total or first ever January, I should say, January, uh, that was totally snowless, Um, rivaling even uh, the the infamous uh, winter of 72, 73, which 
of which there was only a trace of snow in Philadelphia. January of 2023 um, almost beat that uh, because uh, there hadn't even been a trace of snow in January of this year until <laughs> like nine, nine hours, hours before <laughs> nine hours before the end of the month on Tuesday, they got some a uh, little bit of light snow and it accumulated like a quarter of an inch and it saved Philadelphia with nine hours to go uh, from having a snowless January for the first time ever since weather records were, were kept. So I guess that's a little bit of solace for snow fans, <laughs> but uh, uh Although it doesn't look like anything's happening anytime soon in terms of snowfall. And uh, yeah. we were just talking, or you were mentioning yeah. that we're in probably a top 10, top five warmest uh, winters so far for most of this region. Yeah. And I, I believe all those stations too are in the top three for their least snowiest winters yeah. at this point. And, and one thing that's even been depressing for snow fans like myself is usually you can get a little bit of, uh, um, you know, giggles from looking at the the 384 hour gfs and at least that'll sometimes come up with something that you could say okay well we, we know that's going to be baloney but we can at least look forward to maybe something in a couple of weeks if you look at the 300 next 384 hours on the gs dr davis the gfs there's like nothing there's nothing but just warmth and and rain so um this has been a really tough winter if you like snow <laughs> which leads me to believe that most of february will probably be on the milder side too. Probably very similar to January. So, and I've already had some people asking me monsoon, Mike, does this mean that it's, you know, we're going to have a, a weird spring that's going to be very warm or is it going to be one of those springs that it's just barely warm enough to keep it to, from snowing, but it'll just be cool and rainy all spring. I don't know. I, I don't know. Is there any correlations to really warm Januarys and Februarys to what happens later in the spring, Dr. Davis, or is it a crapshoot? I think it's, more whatever the atmosphere wants to do at that point. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any like real strong linkage between how uh, February, for instance, interacts with what you're going to get with March or April. Yeah. So, so sorry, snow fan, there's really not a whole lot to look forward to. Um, and uh, even, you know, even storm wise, there's not really a whole lot to, to look forward to. If you look at the, uh, forecast for the next uh, you know seven to ten days from uh, the national weather service especially uh, if we're looking at temperatures in the 50s next week yeah you know i'm looking at the uh, forecast from the national weather service right now sharing it with you uh probably the most eventful day will be uh, tomorrow friday the third when it'll be uh, mostly sunny and windy um and uh so this reminds me of those couple of days right before Christmas. Temperatures falling to around 16 degrees by, by 5 p.m. Windshield values as low as negative two. Uh, blustery with a northwest wind gusting as high as 40 miles an hour. So sounds very similar to what we experienced on, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day um, with extreme cold, but no, no snow. And then uh, Saturday looks also very cold. But look at this, Dr. Davis, I guess some sort of... Uh, Warm air advection starts to get rolls. It starts kicking in on Sunday where we jump 20 degrees from Saturday to Sunday up back up to 45. And then by next Wednesday, 52 degrees. So, so what's going to happen is we have an exiting low pressure over Eastern Canada and we have this really strong Canadian high that's moving in behind it. And that tight pressure gradient is going to be over our area, uh, tomorrow and in oh, Friday, I should say, 
and into Saturday where you're going to be dealing with that stronger wind. But then as that high pressure moves offshore, you then have the air come from the south. And that's when you're going to get all that warmer air coming up from like the yep. Carolinas yep. and Florida way, which there is then going to keep us nice and warm and yeah. push. I see you're looking at the models right now. Yeah. I'm looking uh, at pretty significant low pressure that's north of the Great Lakes as a result of that stronger high kind of impeding any sort of path that might be trying to come our particular direction. It's just right. off screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just figure out where it is. <laughs> right. Right. And, and if you look far out ahead, maybe, maybe a little burst of colder air comes in again, but then another Thursday. burst of warm air. And then, you know, maybe by this time next week, another storm going well to our West, just, you know, all rain in the warm area. sector. Yeah, warm warm sector again. It's been a, it's been a story all winter, and then maybe a little colder beyond that, but nothing to no no snow, nothing to. There's another low to the west. Yeah, you know, even like going out the 18th. even going out 384 yeah. hours, which we know is baloney, but you know, still even the GFS can't even throw us a bone with any uh, kind of fantasy storms. They're all like all through our west. So I, I think the furthest east I've ever seen one of those lows get is like Detroit. Yeah. Like Chicago, Detroit, somewhere in that ballpark is where the low tends to go through. Right. And if you look at the, um, oh, where did I see it? National Weather Service Climate Prediction Center. Um, there we go. Six to 10 day outlook. We're deep, well in above. deep in the reds. 18 to 14 day, eight to 14 day. Oh, there it is. What am I doing? There we go. An 84, eight to 14 day, also deep in the red. Um, precipitation maybe a little higher than average so maybe we'll get a couple of those uh those storms that just provide us with a lot of rain and, and nothing else so a mild uh perhaps a damp february which wouldn't be that non-similar to january which was uh that's the other thing dr davis we talked about this off air but we can talk about it on air now um january wasn't the uh the sunniest january in the world <laughs> it was a very uh kind of cloudy dark January. So we had some warm air, but it was not not really a nice sunny January. So yeah, we've had quite a bit of cloud cover uh, over the past month. And I think this is one of the first sunny days we've actually been able to you know experience so far this yeah. actual year. It's actually stayed sunny for more than a couple hours. I know sometimes we would have some days in January where it'd be sunny for a couple hours and then it was dark for the rest of the day. So at least, at least we get some sunshine. So if it's not going to snow, at least give us some sun. So, so yeah. So the long story short, there not a whole lot to talk about weather department wise. So let's talk about something hopefully a little more interesting. Uh, you're teaching a, a class this year, which is which KUR holds very dear to our hearts because your students help us out on the air with some forecasts. So tell us all about it, Dr. Davis. So I'm teaching weather analysis this semester, which is my advanced meteorology course, and as part of their studies they have to do the weather forecasts at KUR so you'll be hearing my students uh, giving the weather reports on the radio and another part is they need to come on this show with you and me to talk weather so we'll be having some guests coming in and talking weather and climate with us and that'll make us make us have more weather climate chats this this semester we'll be forced to do it this year and not forget about it for months. So that's good. That's that's good for you and I. So we don't forget. Um, 
so good. So we're, we're looking forward to that. I think I'm giving your students a little tour of the, of the station tomorrow so they can get comfortable doing that. How many, how many are in the group? I only have four this semester, so okay. it's a smaller course okay. than I usually teach. Okay. A cozy group, but, you know, well, uh, that's, that's good. Uh, we can, you know, maybe have them work, you know, different days or rotate the days, five-day week, four-day, you know, four forecasts, whatever. We'll figure it out, but uh, good. We're, we're definitely looking forward to that and to having them as guests here on the, uh, on the show. I've told uh-huh. them that maybe if they could find one day a week that they can actually do, and then they can all kind of do like four days at least. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So but we'll, we'll figure out a schedule. We will figure it out. So uh, anything else you want to share, Dr. Davis, before we uh, call it quits for today's show? I'm also teaching a new course, Geofiction Role-Playing, which is very interesting. And the students are really eager to learn about that. Uh, it's maps of fictional worlds. So if we just got done talking about uh, Disney maps and maps of video games and Dungeons and Dragons maps. Okay. I can teach you some interesting things this year. Yeah. And then we get to role play. <laughs> Even better. All right. And worlds that are created by the students. So they get to create their own fictional world. Cool. Very good. That, that sounds like yeah. a lot of fun. Good the shame was plugged for my new course. <laughs> hey, no, that's, that's, that's fine. You plug anything you want. All right. Well, Dr. Davis, uh, sorry, we didn't have a whole lot more to talk about when it comes to weather. Uh, but uh, when we, convene with your students this this spring we'll try to bring some timely climate topics along with us as of course there always are um i guess we could just you know make a little uh comment toward uh the folks down in texas getting some uh, you know we're we're dealing with you know 50 degrees in texas is getting ice so talk about things being a little backwards um and uh once again their electrical grid is being uh tried uh, and some reports of power outages and stuff. And uh, we've, we've talked about this many times, Dr. Davis, that, you know, we got to focus on, you know, improving our infrastructure and making it more green. And instead of saying things like some politicians will say, oh, you know, we can't have too much electricity, uh, green energy, because then how will our infrastructure handle that? Well, let's improve the infrastructure so it can handle that. So, Yes. We yeah. should be able to do that. Uh, it kind of goes along, uh, since you brought that up with uh, green energy and whatnot, uh, the EU just recently introduced their Green Deal industrial plan. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. But I didn't read it, read the whole article, but I did see that headline. But, so. but they're throwing the equivalent of almost $240, $250 billion to uh, subsidize sort of energies that yeah. would be fighting climate change, it's in response to the Inflation Reduction Act that was passed a month or two ago now by the Biden administration. Yeah. It's seen that EU's kind of seeing this as they need to up their game in order to keep businesses in the EU as opposed to going over the, the US. So I guess we said we're gonna do something. The EU's like, okay, well here's our counter. Well, these are the kind of topics that we'll be hashing out over the spring break or spring spring semester and hopefully getting your students to uh, weigh in on. These are important topics that we need to pay attention to. That they are. All right. Well, Dr. Davis, you have a wonderful semester. I'll look forward to seeing your students tomorrow for our little tour. To all of our listeners, be on the 
the ear out for uh, new voices doing the weather in the coming weeks. We're very excited about that. Maybe we can even have them, uh, if you're okay with that, craft a couple graphics for the TV station as well, too, which I kind of take care of as oh, well. Oh, sure. Too. You'll get the, uh, you, know, you don't have to just hear from Monsoon Mike every day or the National Weather Service every day or Dr. Davis every day. You can hear from different, different voices and different minds crafting your weather forecasts. Excellent. <laughs> All right. See you later, Dr. Davis. Bye. Weather and Climate Chat is a production of Kutztown University Radio. Follow all Kutztown University Radio podcasts on Spotify.